0: You're listening to 808s and Hot Takes, the podcast about music and everything that happens behind the scenes at the WMLN 91.5 radio station.
1: Welcome back to episode four of 808 and Hot Takes.
0: We're here with John Scott, one of our students. Nick, for the folks at home, can you explain John Scott? John Scott is from Connecticut, which is also where I'm from. He is a junior here at Curry. He's been in our radio department since his freshman year. He has his own radio show here. Uh, well, I mean, he can tell you the rest. John Scott.
2: How's it going, guys? I'm good. Uh, you know, had a pretty easy day. I was catching up some work earlier, but now nice. I'm back on track and I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I'm
1: really happy to hear. It, it's good that you're on track and, and doing work because yeah. a lot of
2: people aren't. Exactly. I mean, ever since, I think ever since COVID, like, it's been really tough transitioning from in-person classes to do it online in terms of Zoom. And I think Zoom was what really took a lot of people by surprise, I would say. A lot of their focus and a lot of their energy has been drained. They're just more glued to their screens because of this. So we definitely lost, like, not our brain cells, but we definitely lost just, like, our um, like attention our span. Exactly, our attention yeah, yeah. span. So, no,
1: but I totally agree.
2: But I think as of, as of late, I mean, I think for me it's been a little bit better. I mean, I had a really rough semester. I didn't do – I didn't exactly have my hot boy uh, semester as I wanted – But uh, um what's a hot boy semester? Hot boy semester, thank you for asking, is when you get uh, you know, just A's and B's, like my my ideal sort of grade. (laughs) Um talking about like a physicality. Oh well that's my that's my plan for twenty twenty two. Um there you go. (laughs) Uh no, but enough uh I would say like this semester though I'm trying to get back on track is I've had a lot of um ever since twenty nineteen I have a lot of like personal things happen that I don't want to really bring up to the show because it's not the type of show, but uh, you know, it's, okay. it, it's definitely been a, a rough couple of years. But I'm mm. I'm getting back to where I want to be in my life. Well, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: So you're a junior. Yes, I am. You are a communications major. Yes. Um, what did when coming to this college? Mm-hmm. What did you see yourself doing? Has that changed? Has your concentration changed? And what do you want to do when you graduate? Because you're one year away. You got one year left.
2: I hope. Um <laughs> no, I, I it's actually a really good question. I I actually first my was my graduated um I went to boarding school in Connecticut. And when I was there, my main focus actually, uh funny enough, was acting. I was right really into acting, I did a lot of plays. Um You've done uh you've done plays here at Curry as well. I have. I've done uh, about three. I've done I've done three plays. Um both were phenomenal. One was a little too confusing for me, but I still did it um but i think graduating out of Broadway, I was like yeah, oh, yeah i want to entertain like no i want to you know act and cuz i also was really into music so i want to do some singing stuff and nice i tried some singing and it was like i'm i'm okay and i'm not going to sing frank sinatra right now cuz my voice is not where it's supposed to be
1: so we're doing like uh hopefully we're doing a concert
2: yes um do you think you'd <laughs> sing in that uh i don't I don't, I don't know. I mean, what is, what
1: is like the easiest song for you to sing? Uh, like, you're if you were to choose to
2: sing one song live, probably, um, probably "Under the Bridge" by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nice, probably. Nice. Um, that's a song I kind of grew up on. Uh, because my family, we have a very, uh, a varied uh, range of music from for listening to. Like, growing up for me it was reggae uh classic rock um alternative rocks i was like mac DeMarco. that was Raleigh chili peppers mgmt Ratatat. um but hip-hop was not big in my family it never really was looked up upon uh so when i started getting into hip-hop it was around high school my parents kind of looked at me like why why hip-hop what are you trying to pull like you're not a thug you're not a a hood rat, like, why, why, bring, I was in, but that's a common stereotype, is, like, when I mean, it was in hip-hop, it was, like, oh, you're trying to be one of those gangsters, talks about, oh, I've got cash and money, I was, like, it's more than uh-huh. that, though, and that's how I got into um, Chow Gambino and Kid Cudi and Kendrick, so my, sorry if I'm going, if I'm rambling, but, uh, right. but my music focus and attention has definitely expanded.
1: What are, like, the two ends of your music taste? What do you mean, Does like, that make sense? Like, like for example, someone might say, "Old country and death metal." Oh, it's like
2: go to like
1: not not go to, but like the two polar opposites, like to oh. really show what you're into. Like, no, no, you know, I, someone might say, "The two ends of my music taste are pop and, like, and classical." Yeah, right. You know, um, I
2: you know, I've and there's thought a lot of that, room actually. in the middle for that. No, no I, I've I mean, now that you've said that, it, I've. I've mm, I would say for me, and I don't think anyone really expects this for me, but I would say, um, jazz, and then EDM. Why Why jazz and EDM? I well, I think jazz. You know, back when our our grandparents were were growing up, and you know, again, we're going back there. Uh, you know, so it was okay. like Duke Ellington. It was Frank Sinatra, which was is huge in my sort of music. Um, Articulary vigor, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, great artist too.
2: Fantastic artist, and a lot of uh, artists nowadays, like uh, Logic, who made the Young Sinatra mixtapes as well as uh, his final Young Sinatra Four uh, album. You know, a lot of things that he made was through Frank Sinatra because of his, because of his like, you know, his valor and how graceful he's impacted the music industry um, in terms of his his concept albums like uh, In the We Small Hours, where he sang a lot about. Lies and been feeling lonely, uh, so that was definitely part of my life, and I listen to that daily, even if I'm you know (laughs) at my house, is having like a chorus banquet and just in my room, just chilling. It's kind of one of those moods for me.
0: So, Logic is a big artist that you look up to, yes, huge. Have you ever seen him in concert pre COVID?
2: I know, I but the funny thing is that uh, the recent concerts I have been to, uh, since COVID, or at least before, sorry, before COVID, (laughs) excuse me. Um, were Childish Gambino, uh, Billy Joel, and then The Who. Nice. Which I think you went to the same I, one. I was
1: at the same sh- Fenway, right? Yeah, Fenway yeah, Park. I was at the same show. It was incredible. Yeah, that was awesome. And there was like an orchestra, too. Was it, there? Yeah, there was an orchestra. It. Remember that? Uh, um, I know the opening act was like, I have what, no idea what, opening what the was opening act What song is it? Um, Where there's like a uh, um, violin solo or something? It wasn't. Um, it wasn't
2: Bob O'Reilly.
1: I think it was Bob O'Reilly. Was it? No, yeah. Where someone it... came out with a violin and did the the ending of that.
2: I I don't remember. Um, I mean, all I remember was Bob O'Reilly, and that they didn't do. Uh, they didn't perform my generation. I was so upset by that. I remember just getting so fed up. I was like, they didn't perform my generation. It's an iconic song. Yeah,
1: they did half of t- uh, uh, Tommy though.
2: They did. They did do uh half of Tommy. Um. I try to remember. I think they did "Won't Keep Fooled Again." That was a huge one mm-hmm. for me because I'm a huge. I think it was a uh, NCIS, the theme song for. It. I was like, "Yes, they're gonna do the scream. <laughs> they're gonna do it." So that was that was definitely my favorite one. Uh, before COVID, yeah. that and Billy Joel.
1: Nice, awesome.
2: Yeah.
0: Cause I I saw Logic pre-COVID, and I'm so, so I got jealous. To see his show. Um,
2: one of my best friends saw him in his uh, "Confessions of Dangerous Mind" tour, and I was hella jealous yeah
0: i saw him when he went out for his um uh everybody tour
2: oh it must have been a good one though uh,
0: or uh yeah it was logic versus everybody it was with yes uh, kyle mm-hmm. and um nf
2: oh yeah they
0: all went on on tour together mm-hmm. um and they came to connecticut and i went to go see them with one of my best friends best childhood friends and we loved it uh We absolutely loved it. I mean, I wish, I want concerts to come back. Oh yeah, they need to come back. Yeah, what's the best concert you've seen? Oh, the best one. Oh, Oh, my first one. Green Day. Green Day. You saw Green Day. Really? He came out in a bunny suit, (laughs) rolling beer bottles.
2: Somehow I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't doubt that.
0: It was. (laughs) I was like in fifth grade. I was on my dad's shoulders, and I was like screaming my head off. We were, and then you saw
2: the bunny you know, seat you're like, what the hell is yeah, this? Yeah, we were up
0: in the Xfinity... We were at the Xfinity Theater yeah. up in the hills, not even like yeah, yeah, yeah. half seats. Yep. I, My dad, like, this man had me on his shoulders for about three or four hours. Oh, Through man. the whole oh. concert, I was oh. on his shoulders.
2: Oh. Yelling my,
0: yelling my head off because it was the first concert I had ever gone to. Oh, a man. A green day concert. And... Uh, leading up to it, my sister couldn't go, so I was really happy that. Was she I younger would. or? She was older. So oh. She was. It was during the summertime, I think.
2: Well, that's the best so time to go to a concert.
0: Like, yeah, she was like at summer camp or something. And yeah, she was yeah. Bummed because Whoa. me and her both. I would be. Today, and I was like, I'm gonna go. I'd be bawling my eyes out. She doesn't get to. Um, that's my favorite concert because it was my first one.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, my first concert. Uh, funny enough, was the Wiggles. <laughs> 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 I, mean, I was like, I was like two or three, and then uh. That's not a concert. I know it's not a concert, <laughs> but my like my dad made me like believe it was a concert. Oh yeah, we went to sell the Wiggles. I'm like, that's not that's not a concert, Dad. That's not but then wait,
1: you it, like, said did you said you said your first concert, right? My first well, quote, okay, concert. Okay, I thought but, but I thought you said your best.
2: No, 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 no. My, uh. Oh well, yeah, the Wiggles
0: are
1: the best. Are oh, right? I love
2: what dude. Fruit salad. Come on, it story? slaps, dude. Bro, that trap remix? <laughs> no.
1: Um What's that song? That salad song they do? Fruit salad.
2: Oh, That's uh but no, I think the concert that I mostly remember, like, uh, was the Jones Brothers and this was like two thousand and eight and they had Demi Lovato open up. I was nine years old, Mad Square Garden. I cannot tell you how long my ears went deaf for.
0: <laughs> did you go to see the Jones Brothers or did you go to see Demi Lovato?
2: Oh no, I well uh I didn't know it was gonna be Demi, so I was like, "Okay, I'll go see Jonas Brothers." With my sister, because she was a big, big fan, uh, so I went with her, my parents, and I just remember after the concert, my dad and I were like yelling to uh, to each other while like on the way home on the train. <laughs> People heard, thought we were like you
0: heard it here first. John Scott <laughs> loves the Jonas Brothers.
2: No shame. I'm There's a no shame. sucker for them.
1: You're no shame. Do you do you play it on your show at all?
2: I well, yeah, I'll, I'll play. I mean, I have like requests come in. Because um, I have Twitter, I use Twitter and uh, Instagram um, to promote my show, and I use like my stories.
1: I requested a song the other day, and it got shot shut down. What what, what was the song? I requested a dope smoker. You did? Yeah, that was me.
2: Wait a minute, I don't remember Is that. Is Jack
1: Valor also running the page? So
2: Jack Valor runs the uh, my co-host Jack Valor. For those who don't know, he runs the Instagram. I run the Twitter.
1: Oh, that's why. That's
2: why. Yeah, I, I told him, like, dude, like, if they have requests, like, play the request, like, yeah, but what if we don't have him? Like, upload it. Yeah, he, he said he
1: reposted the song and was like, we're not going to play it because it's not really our style. The song I posted is like an hour and seven minutes long.
2: Why would you <laughs> give that to us? <laughs> it's
0: what the people want to hear, man.
2: Well, no, listen, we have three hours, okay? We know.
0: We're the heads of we the play We play music and know we know give hot takes.
2: No, no, I give them what I want them to hear. How about that? What if they do want to that? Scott. Well, then they'll deal with it. <laughs> I don't and know. And you'll
0: have less listeners because they won't want to listen to your show. I
2: asked them, hey, what, is, what do you want us to talk about? Oh, we want you to talk about WAP. No, I'm not going to talk about WAP. Oh, why not? Because I don't.
0: Give the people what they want. You may not my like My
2: godmother, it. who is a Catholic minister, excuse me, pastor, listened to my show. And when I mentioned WAP once, I did not clarify what the song was. I just said WAP. Immediately, I got an angry phone call saying, why would you say WAP live on the oh, air? no. And uh, so huh. luckily she didn't, because she also has Instagram, luckily she didn't post it or talk about it during her uh, sermons. But I, I, I felt. To hear or
1: like that. reported your page. <laughs> oh God! I would have had a well, nightmare. Well, that would—you know—Gene Simmons didn't you once say like all publicity is good? I mean, yeah. Like, you know,
2: even if it's like you know Tori Lanes.
1: Exposure is good, good or bad. Yeah. You know? Go on, go on the pot, uh, your show, and be like, you know, what? I love WAP and it's a great song. It is. And I listen to it. It's a
2: revolution all the time. of a song. Yeah.
0: <laughs> your show. Yes. Is on. What day?
2: Uh, it's on every Saturday from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m.
0: Okay. 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. Yes. Every Saturday. Every Saturday. What is it called? Um, give us a little description of it mm-hmm. and tell us where, obviously, they know where to find you, but if mm-hmm. we have new listeners, right, where can we find you and where can we find your show?
2: Yeah. So my show is called Music That Makes Us. Uh, I premiered it last semester as a solo act for two hours. Where I would play music and then I would go into very specific, uh, specific detail on most of the songs I would play. And um, the week prior to my show, I would actually make a Spotify playlist where it would be maybe two, three hours if I'm really just feeling it. Where it would be um, almost all the songs that would be in my set. And then if there's any songs that could not get uploaded on time, it, I call them like bonus songs. So at the end of every show, I would... Um, Uploaded to Spotify to the public where they can listen to it for free. And um, my show now, I kind of wanted to expand it. And I talked to Valor, who was a very frequent guest on my show, who was very passionate about it. He was like, hey, I love the idea. Like, you know, if you ever want to collaborate on a project, like, let me know. And it was funny you mentioned that because I was talking about how I want to um, put more content onto the show. And I want to talk more about, not even just music, I want to talk about everything pop culture, whether it's movies, gaming, uh, television, uh, you know, whatever it is. Anything that's not going to give us any controversy, because I'm all about peace, love, and positivity, um, out of influence from uh, Logic, and from all my positivity coming from uh, K. Cuddy's music, which I still love to this day, and I kind of wanted to give it the audience, a very, a very entertaining show, but at the same time, I wanted to Say like, hey, like, don't forget this is a show about peace, love, positivity. Like, I don't want anyone, you know, putting in requests for anything that's gonna, you know, demonetize us for any like article that's like about um, political views. Like, I don't want to be a political show. I just want to be very fun, entertaining. And uh, in order to hear the show, you can listen to it on either if you're in an area um, 91.5 Curry College Radio, or if you're not in <laughs> within the sound wave wi- uh, sound wave radius. You can listen to it on the TuneIn app, which we we'll have to request, because uh, that's that's how we kind of get more listeners, and more uh, ratings. I guess. Hell yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so you revealed to me mm-hmm. that, like, you were talking about you played the song "Raid" by MF Doom. Yes. And the whole thing with that, but but I got yeah. out of that. I didn't realize you were a uh, you were a fan of uh, MF Doom. I'm a little bit of fan. Um, did you learn about his stuff after his death?
2: Or like uh before. Or before like prior to his death? Um I I've heard of MF Doom. Uh I know he made a song I think he made a song called Super uh, Supervillain where he went on I forget what the song was really about, but it was him making a lot of comic references. And I was not and to me that was like really cool because not a lot of um hip hop musicians these days really go into very specific detail on like comic references and comic characters like Method Man from Wu-Tang Clan who always brought up like Spider-Man and Iron Man and brought their, like their abilities and powers and sort of uh, manifested that into their material. I always thought that was so cool. And um, yeah. and I heard about MF Doom a couple times, but that was like maybe a month before he passed away, uh, coincidentally. And then when he passed away, I was like, oh, oh, wow. And I didn't realize like he was kind of like old school hip hop. I didn't know yeah,
1: that. Um, and it's crazy because you were talking about like, uh, comics and stuff. Yeah. Where he built his own universe where he created characters like Victor Vaughn. Yeah. Uh, King Ghidorah. Yup. Um, all these, all these, um, uh, other characters he worked on. Like the gladiator mask. I know he, he was yeah. very fond of the mask. Yeah. Cause he, he was so obsessed with like, uh, um, gladiator
2: and yeah, and there's just, another like, one comics. too. Yeah.
1: Um, and also like the whole, like he was a, he grew up watching a lot of Godzilla movies as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember. Yeah. I heard, yeah. I read about that. Um, but no, it, it's it's really interesting, and I love when uh, rappers kind of well, not kind of, but when they include a lot of their past in terms of like passion, mm-hmm. not just musically, but just like media wise and creatively, with like comic books, movies, because mm-hmm. um, I really adds a lot of personality and like depth. Oh to yeah, the music, I mean, you know,
2: I I think I remember on my show last semester I talked about J Cole because a lot of his um snippets come from like stand-up com- uh, comedians like uh Rodney Dangerfield where <laughs> I think it was um not under the sun but it was one of those songs on Revenge of the Dreamers, I think part three, where um it was like, Oh, I went over and nobody was home and I was like, That's Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Like just that like <laughs> <laughs> that mafia sounding voice that like sounds like the, the grandpa at every barbecue it was like that's that's Rodney. Yeah, the one liners. And it's cool that like, you know, hip hop brings in you know to showcase a lot of that cause it it shows that you know you need a personality or at least you have some some sort of personality to be in hip hop to show you know who you are and what's your status on hip hop and yeah um and i I know i'm I'm rambling going on, I know we have so little time, but I remember I was looking at an interview with kate Cuddy um I think it was on Arsenio halls uh uh talk show and I don't think it's on the air anymore unfortunately, but he asked Cuddy he was like hey, so what's?" what's one piece of advice you want to give to hip-hop artists right now? And he was talking about how I think the whole braggadocia, uh, money, cash, and excuse my, my language, money, cash, hoes type of thing. Uh, <laughs> I should say girls, and I apologize. Uh, he was talking about how that should you know, be dead and how that's holding us back as a culture. Um, and that's, you know, every single song now is like, you're not making any sense. Like, you know, even if you're Lil Pump or Takashi, it's... You know, there's not a lot of personality or not a lot of lyrical hip hop that's giving really hip hop a good name. It's more SoundCloud rap, yeah. And unfortunately, that's holding them back. And I think we need more. Honestly, we need more Kid Cudi. We need more Kendrick. We need more. Uh, I'm losing my train of thought. Andre uh three thousand. We need more just out there hip hop. You know, look at look at N W A. You know, they were growing up in like the ghetto. They're growing up on section eight households. They were growing up on police brutalities, and even mm-hmm. at one of their shows, you know, uh, F the Police Live, I you know, even during the movie, uh, you know, there were cops who were like, if they even told them, like, do not do not perform uh, NWAs at the police because then what will happen is uh, we will arrest you. And then the crowd was like, yeah, F the police, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then after the show, it was a whole riot, and they all got arrested on the spot, and I was like, Oh, okay like mm. you know we need more boundary pushing it, even oh my god Tyler Creator, I cannot I don't think you can talk about like out there like personal personality hip-hop without mentioning like odd future Tyler Crater cause he was one who really pushed the boundary for crossing lines and references and stuff like that so yeah we need... Tyler
1: the Creator got a lot of his uh a lot of inspiration from N uh MF Doom yeah you're talking about NF earlier <laughs> Every time Nick says NF, I go MF Doom. Now, <laughs> I, now I'm yeah. going NF. No, it's MF. <laughs> uh, but it's it's cool because yeah, like Tyler the Creator and a uh, um, Earl, Sweat Earl sweatshirt. sweatshirt. Yeah, um, lots of lots of influence from uh, MF Doom.
2: Mm-hmm. And they didn't care what they said. Even like if people were like, oh, you said that about school shootings. Like, eh, I was there, and they're like okay <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs>
2: um but yeah i just i was always into you know to that sort of hip hop not trying to you know play the part of like trying to fit in it was more like i i love how you can be creative as well as putting on like you know your own snippets of movie references of um a television series whatever it's like you can add your own your own sound to it as well as having fun being creative <laughs>
0: stay updated on all our podcast news by following us on Instagram at 808 hot takes. So one of the ways that as we know artists get creative and get more listeners, more viewers and more fans is posting music videos. Which yes. leads us to our last topic of today's podcast, mm-hmm. music videos. Mm-hmm. Do uh, do they help the song tell the story or are they just, you know, showing the band off and, and uh and trying the band trying to get more viewers and in different market. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you look at songs like Beat It by Michael Jackson, yep. it's very not like gang territory, but like, you know, it's about pe- try, trying to get people out of the town and trying to get people out of your like the like good, man and the ugly, yeah, like very cinematic. Know, but then you have other music videos that are kind of just like Maybe showing the band off playing and also like going on tour. Mm-hmm. So, can you categorize them, or are they like, is it what the artist wants?
2: Like, are you saying like, can can you categorize like a music video with their music Story or
0: storytelling what? or just showing off?
2: Um, that's actually a really good question because I think the answer to it is subjective. Uh, and I say that because when you look at, uh, you know, you look at Doja Cat where she makes a music video and it's sort of you know, it's R&B, but at the same time, it's very, like, it's a mix of, um, modern, as well as, like, maybe 70s, 60s R&B, where it's, like, very upbeat and fun, um, so I think for those type of music videos, you can have fun and be, you know, you can make more intimate, while, you know, if you're Bruno Mars, and you're, like, flashing, everything, being all ha- having a good time, like, I think that's a music video people want to see, uh, because you're showing, not showing off, per se, but it's, like, you know, that's you saying, like, hey, look how far I've made it. You know, I've got, you know, a Rolex I bought myself. I have this great car. I've got people around me that love being around me and I love being around them. Uh, and then if you're challenging being and you release this is America and everyone's like, oh, the horse is actually a symbolism of how we are running away from our problems, it's like everyone puts their own speculation on what they think it really means. So I think to answer your question on can you categorize, um, sort in terms of storytelling, in terms of um, showing off or just having a creative uh, format, it can you can literally, it's all up to the people. And it's how they perceive. It. And if it's negative, but you meant to make it positive, you know, you have to look at through their perspective, like how can, like, in your eyes, I even mean, if it's like, for example, um, pursuit of happiness, mm-hmm. where Kate Cuddy goes into detail about how to him, being happy was partying. Uh, you know, uh, you know, injecting a lot of drugs and and smoking a lot and and drinking and not realizing that make, that's making him uh, you know, quote Mister Rager, really come out and he's not really being himself. He's just the guy who people want him to be. Uh, so yeah, it's a very subjective type of thing.
0: If you were an artist mm-hmm. and you were making a music video. And the label said this is what we want to see because this is what's going to get the most <laughs> the most views. Right? Would you go with that or would you go with what you want to do?
2: Oh, I go with what I want to do. Like one of my, uh, going to one of your other questions of you know music, like favorite musicians, Mac DeMarco was you know even though he had a label, he did what he wanted to do and he did not care at all what people thought. You know, we look at um, look like at Gambino. He made you know when he made uh, bonfire that wasn't the label's idea. That was him like no, 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 I've got this idea for this song, and it's gonna incorporate into this, and then, and then from there, you know, when, in terms of sweatpants, where he's like, are getting people like looking just like him, and then going from that all the way to earn, um. It, you know, it's um, for me. I just I want to do what I want. I think it's the artist's job to come up with an idea, um, or at least. Have one other, uh, find someone who thinks kind of the same way, or at least not the same way, but some way um, that's similar to your mindset. Um, if you both collaborate on that project, I think you can create something beautiful out of it without the label's help. Yeah.
0: Well, I think that's about it for this podcast. I mean, do you have anything to add about music videos, um, Brandon? Just want to say
1: one thing. You want to talk music videos, the early, like, the not maybe not early, but just 90s music videos in general mm-hmm. with Nirvana and like, yeah, it uh,
2: smells like Teen Spirit so, tool. Uh, yeah,
1: heart shaped box. Have you seen the music video to that?
2: I haven't, but I've heard about the speculation. It's,
1: it's the weirdest Nirvana one. That's if, why, I've, if, people if keep anyone's telling me listening that. to this, look up the uh, heart shaped box music mm-hmm. video. I can't even. I can't even describe it. it. So Is it weird. really? It's so weird. Oh, wow. There's someone in like a hospital bed. It starts out with a cross on the floor. <laughs> um, it sounds someone's like someone's crucified. <laughs> it's really crazy.
0: Well, thank you for coming on with us. Thanks for having me. I know um, it was last
2: second, so thanks for having me in.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us. And this has been 808s and
2: Heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: not Heartbreak. Uh, wh- Oh,
2: wait, wait. You're uh, in
0: our department, and you don't even know the name. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh. Just, whoa,
2: eight. <laughs> okay, just, what were we doing? Okay, so it's 808 and... and hot I, takes. Okay. Eight. This oh. has been 808s. Oh. And hot takes. I am so done with this. <laughs> I'm hate,
0: sorry. I I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> I, I, this has been 808s and hot takes. Thank <laughs> you for joining us. Peace. All right.